Blog Talk Radio. Six men. Radio. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It has come to my attention. PD Radio. 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 What's up? It's your girl. Go get her. The boss from Chi Town East. The boss from Chi Town East. God Power C on top of Mount Everest. Top of Mount Everest. You're now tuned into PD and Black on PD Radio. I love y'all energy, PD Radio. <laughs> Lock them in. Quality radio and entertainment is rare. And if you get a hold of it, you know, hold on to it, you know? This your boy, Mr. Shy. You're now listening to PD Radio. The hottest show streaming live. You're not tuned in, get lost. Lock them in. The best in on being hip hop and talk radio out there. My name is R. Real. This is Bottle of Self. Keep it locked. PD Radio. Listening to my man K. Black and Miss PD on PD Radio. There's no show hotter anywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere.
Yes, yes, PD Radio, and our listeners are the biggest part of PD Radio. Hello, hello, XOXO. It's Tuesday night, February 18th, with PD Radio. We sincerely thank all of our VIPD listeners for tuning in, as you can be anywhere right now that you choose to be here, vibing with us, and we appreciate you. You all know I'm your poetic, creative, and drama-free host, Miss PD, and the show is never complete. Never, ever, 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 ever complete without my talented producer and co-host, Mr. Eardrum Therapist himself, Mr. K. Black, Black District K. Black, what's going on? PD, you are too kind, girl. You are too Am kind. I? But I'll take it. I Wait, will take it. You are so worthy. You are so worthy. <laughs> hey, you know. So I'm, Black. Hey. Yes. Hey. What's up? Before we go any further with the show, we have a very, very special guest host who is joining us tonight on this lovely PD Radio Tuesday night. And Black, I want you to have the honors of introducing this lovely guest host into our family tonight. So why don't you bring her in and introduce her, set her up lovely. We have five-time champ. No, I'm just playing. We have the lovely <laughs> Valencia Poindexter, author. Yes. Yes, yes, poet, yes. Getting her grind on V. Dilla. What's going yeah. on, V? Let's give it up for V. Dilla. Yeah. I'll get you. I was like, boy, they got a five-star champ. Who is this? <laughs> I had to spice well, it up are, just yeah. a little bit, you know. <laughs> had to make it epic. That's right. We got to make it epic. Gotta make Steve, epic. thanks for being on the oh. show tonight and guest co-hosting with us. We really appreciate you. How are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling great. It is really my pleasure and my honor to be here tonight. Like, seriously. I've been hyped up. Oh, yeah, tonight are is you, crazy. Are you hyped? Tonight is going to be a crazy show. Are you hyped? Wait, wait, wait. Black, let's check her real quick. Let, let's, check, let's check our guest <laughs> Dilla real quick. Now, now, Valencia, Uh-oh. we want to know, yes. are you hyped about tonight's show because you're here with us, Miss PD and Black and PD Radio, or are you more mm-hmm. excited about tonight's guest who happens to be the awesome spoken word poet, Mr. Princeton Powell? Which one has you more height, V? We really need to know this. Inquire which minds which one has me? Let's see. Let's see the political. Nah, see, you had to think about it. Yes. Yeah, you had to think about it. Don't nobody know see, nothing? See, this is the thing. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. That was a trick question because you said, are you more height? That means I'm hyped to be on the line with you guys, of course, always, mm-hmm. but I am more height. Uh-huh. Because of the special mm-hmm. guest tonight, yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, uh, yeah, I feel I like, you on that. I like how you did that. Yeah, because we are hyped too. We are definitely okay. hyped tonight. All right, yeah, I like how you did that. <laughs> like I, I worked that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you worked that just right. Yes, yes, you're great. Yes. You're a great yes. host. I like how you did that. You just so smooth with it. 
So um, <laughs> we kicked off the show, you guys, tonight. We kicked off the show with, with three hot songs, two classics, one brand new. And we kicked off with the show with the song, I should say, my first blunder of the night. We kicked off with the song that is hot because, you know, and I'm pretty vi- you know, biased about it because it's my song. It's called I Am. It's a spoken word piece that I did with my talented producer, Mr. K. Black, who, who produced it. And that's off my upcoming album, Poetically Designed, exclusively produced by Black. So we kicked off the show with that. We hope you guys enjoyed it very much. And uh, we followed it up by What You Gonna Do With My Lovin' by Stephanie Mills. Y'all don't know nothing about that. V, I know you don't know nothing about that. You a young and you know nothing about that music. And don't you, even you chime in and say anything because ain't no you know what. <laughs> no, and that's fine. That's fine. Hell, that is, I know that's, that's fine. fine. I know that's fine. And we ended off that segment, you guys, with the biggest part of me by Ambrosia. I know you don't know about that, V. I know. So don't even try Look, to put me on that one. It keeps on putting me on that one. See, that's the deal that came out. The Dilla that came out. That's V Dilla right now. That wasn't even the uh, She said, right. what you not going to do? <laughs> Let me know what you're going to do. I like to so, be hating. You're just pulling it out on me. I don't. Gee, I'm an angel. So anyway, oh, I'm going to be sweet oh. for the rest of the night. Because I don't want Princeton Powell to think, you know, we, you know, we're crazy. We shot out. We are, but, you know. <laughs> gotta have limitations. We got to have limitations. Yeah. Okay. Last okay. week on the show, you guys, we had a great show of Lovers Tuesday in honor of Valentine's Day where we played classic love ballads and duets. And, of course, we had the open mic for which the talent came out and shined on the mic. And I want to give a quick shout-out to the poets who blazed the mic. We shout-out to LaDonna Marie, Kimbrella, uh, Ashley, Untamed, Lady J Flavors, Carrie B., and, of course, our guest host of the night, Valencia, came on, and she she killed the show, though, you guys. When she came on, she did a uh, a duet, which we didn't know, a collab, I should say, with Lady J Flavors. They came on and did the damn thing, and it was hot, and they surprised me because how they worked that. But, you know, y'all got us, and it was hot. What was the name of that piece, V, that you and Lady J The name Flavors of that performed? piece was called I Blame You, and I'm going to act like I didn't hear that blunder. But it's called I Blame You. You didn't hear it. Okay. But it was called I Blame You. That's the name of that piece that we performed then. It was it was really hot. I was hyped about that. I was It was very that. yes, it was very high. You you ladies came in and did the damn thing on that. So oh, yeah. I'm gonna give it up to you guys, to all of you. Ladies and white glass people. Oh yeah. But tonight though, oh yes. Tonight, tonight, tonight we are honored to have on the show, as we said earlier earlier, the extraordinary poet. Mr. Princess Powell, he will be joining us in the second half of the show, and I know you're all excited and will stay locked for that. But in the meantime, and in between time, we do it as only we can here on PD Radio, and we open the phone lines up for a brief open mic in honor of tonight's guest. So call us up right now at 646-478-3599. Now, although we are having open mic this first hour, it is very, very brief, so we apologize if we can't get to everyone, but, you know, we have to keep, you know, we have to keep it condensed tonight, you guys. We really do. So we bring you in. You can say your piece, you know, and then we got to move on to the next. And the lines are already lit up black. So people, 
you know, know, callers that want to chime in and do their thing. So I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Ready, V? Let's do it. I'm ready. All right. PD Radio. PD Radio. What's your name? Where you calling from? Yes. This is Lady Day Flavors. How y'all doing? Flavors. What's hello, going hello, on, hello. Flavors? Flavors. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I came on to say what's up to y'all, of course. This is my favorite spot on Tuesday night. And um, to listen to the guest. I can't wait to hear what you <laughs> have to say. All right. I know. Now. We're excited. Got a piece you want to kick for us tonight? Yes, indeed. Um, I have a collab right. with Demetra Williams, actually, and this piece is called Hip Hop Resurrection. What? Okay. Let's go. The floor is yours. Oh, hip hop, you. You got a disease. But you say it's just a trend. You say it's just a trend. Oh, hip hop, you. You got a disease. <laughs> hip hop was to be used as a positive movement to help enlighten and rid of political illusions. Hip hop was placed in order to tell our story, to magnify our talents, and, te- and regain our glories while rewriting the mythical horrors. Not to defame and add to the things binding the chains. Hip hop was supposed to unite us, man. They done threw poison in the game on purpose in order to manipulate brains. The music has no substance. It's hollow. They call it a movement and you follow. Hip-hop was a platform, a positive avenue. But they who, the few that knew, had to conquer it too. Right before your eyes with embedded lies. However, those they magnify, making sure to clarify the blinging things to pacify. People, come on, open your eyes. The plague is embedded. Don't let hip-hop die. Oh, hip-hop, you, you got a disease, but you say it's just a trend, but you say it's just a trend. Oh, hip-hop, you, you don't sound the same. You started off as well, but now you're full of face and lanes. It's a shame. The type of shit my people just catch on to, the same ones you're making rich back in the day would have owned you. But still, did y'all forget about the slavery days? New era, new people still trapped in slavery ways. But hey, nowadays it's about that cash and fame took all the shackles off and left us with the cooch. Two chains. And what's a message to the young girl? Say your soul and boss up. Then they say you run the world. Twirl. Then put on the wig and neck. Schizophrenic. Make sure it's human hair or just hypoallergenic. The clinic is where I need to go to get tested. Hoping not in case this shit. Some people ought to be arrested. But trying to murder hip-hop, we got to bring our soldiers out and let them know we ain't going to stop. Oh, hip-hop, you, you got a disease. But you say it's just a trend. But you say it's just a trend. That's the piece. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you ladies. You ladies brought the fire. You kicked off the show ever so lovely. That was beautiful. I loved it. Demetria, thank you so much for coming on and doing that, you know, oh, that collab yeah. with Lady J Flavors. Fire. I love it. You know I wanted the V-Box on that, right? I wanted the V-Box. I know. Oh, I was dying. Right? Got Black was ready to come in. You almost got me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay. So well yeah, that was hot, ladies. <laughs> I know. He I was thank God. He was good. 
No, we thank you ladies. You came on and you set the bar high for the night because that was hot. First oh, collab yeah. of the night. Oh, yeah, PD Radio, this is how we do it. Shout out. Let's give it up one more time for Lady J. Flavis and Demetria. Oh, yeah. Thank you. We thank you. Are you ladies? Yes. You stay tuned for the rest of the show. Listen to the rest of the uh, posts that are going to step to the mic. And, of course, stay locked and ready for Mr. Princeton Powell, who's coming up. Shortly yes, sir, a.k.a. the Black the Matrix. That's my man right there. The Black Matrix, yes. Black <laughs> we Matrix. are super We're excited to have him on. We're going to get it on tonight. And the phone lines, when he comes on, you know, guys, if you have questions for him, the phone lines will be open, so you can call back if you have a question you want to ask him, Mr. Prince Powell, okay? All right. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you. Let's keep Stay it rolling. On. Right. Let's keep it rolling. Let's go to the next caller. PD Radio. It's PD Radio. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hi, um, my name is Jess Me. I'm calling from South Carolina, and I was invited to your show by Lady J Flavors. So this is my first time with you guys. Ah. Okay, great. I'm sorry. What is your name? Uh, Jess Me. Just Me. Just Me. I like. Okay, Just Me. I like that. All right, Just Me. What you got for us tonight, honey? Um, this piece is called Wonder Why. So. And you wonder why they call you nigger. Because you either never had or lost sight of the bigger picture, too busy trying to get richer any way you can. To make a quick big buck, you step right over your brother, man, your sister, your mama, your life's so full of drama that you think it's normal to have four or five baby mamas. Nah, player, that shit ain't cute. I'm all for sex, but please, discover something else to do with your time. I know work ain't easy to find. Hell, I'll say it again. Yes, we all know times are hard, but you seem to have no intentions of getting a job. Instead, you'd rather rob the next man, or even worse, you'd rather make your living from some woman's purse. Let your girl be everything from your provider to your nurse, and you think that's cool. (laughs) And instead of appreciating how much that woman loves you, you, you just see her as a fool. And maybe she is, but brother, what does that make you? Because that fool is doing all the things your ass can't or won't do. It's because of you that she has to provide a home, clothes, make sure you eat and you sleep, and in return, you just turn around and cheat with some sister even worse off than the one that you had. It's, It's just sad. But you got the nerve to think you're the shit, brother. I know what a man looks like, and, and that damn sure ain't it. That is the stuff that a grown man do. As a matter of fact, grown men look the exact opposite of you. See, they value their people. They have pride in their step. They focus not just on what they can get, but also on what's left behind. They realize that their most powerful weapon is their mind, but you, or you only feel strong with your finger wrapped around the trigger, and you wonder why they call you nigga. Oh, Sisters, I see y'all laughing at how I'm putting the brothers in their place, but, but I'm about to wipe that smile off your face because you ain't off the hook. The life that you're living, now, nah, that ain't a good look. So I'm about to hit y'all with this, and you wonder why they call you bitch. Well, for starters, you walk around calling yourself that dumb shit. Girl, please, that music can't mess with all this. I am one bad bitch. And you don't see nothing wrong with this. You think it's okay to degrade yourself but get mad when it's done by somebody else? You call yourself a bomb but expect us to see your wealth? Come on now. 
You know life don't work that way. Like it or not, you are defined by what you do and what you say. So if you're going to go around calling yourself bad names, well, don't get mad when brothers call you the same. After all, it's the title to which you lay claim. Sadly, though, that's not where our problems end. Don't take offense because I'm going to tell you what your friends should have but didn't because they didn't want to hurt your feelings. But me, I believe pain comes before healing, so I'm going to keep it real, and I just hope you're paying attention. You can call this one a sister girl get right intervention. Let's see. <clears throat> your destructive actions have affected my life in the following ways. Because you think being called a bitch is cute, some of these fools think they can call me one too. Because you spread your legs quickly and don't let brothers wait, I get called a prude for not putting out on the first date. Because you watch reality TV every day and night, networks think all black women do want to see is cussing, fussing, and fights. And because you don't choose wildly and keep having babies you can't afford, folks think we all rely on Uncle Sam for our room and our board. Oh, I could keep going. But I hope you now have a clue. Sadly, though, I'm not convinced that it's true, and no matter how hard I try what I say or what I do, I still can't convince people that I am not you. Seriously, it don't make no damn sense, and you wonder why they call you bitch. Come on, y'all. Rise above these things. It really ain't as hard as y'all are making it seem. Just claim the title to which you're entitled and deem yourself kings and queens. And that's that piece. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Wow. Right. Just that's me. Oh, my right goodness. There. That's power poetry that's right what there. What? You said it, Black. Yeah. That is very, very, very powerful yeah. right there. V. I hope you got that recorded. We need to. Um, I, I, I'm actually, over here got my fist pumped up. We like, need to get that yeah. trending. Actually, I, I just released my CD on January the 1st. Titled Just Me in the Night. And it is available everywhere. Amazon, oh. iTunes, Google Play, from me, from CD Baby. <laughs> so, yes, whoa, that whoa, piece whoa. of work. How come just I'm just me, now listen. finding out? Yeah, listen, Yo, just me. We, we would love for you, really, to submit your music to our email, pdradio.site. Yes, yeah, so submit it to poeticdesignsradio at gmail.com. Let's give you the website. Poeticdesignsradio okay. at gmail.com. Submit it to us because we want to play your poetry on the air. And oh, next week, um, a lot of people don't know, yes, we're doing um, Indie Artist Appreciation next week. So we will definitely, definitely get, you know, a track or two of yours on next week on the show. Yes, I would submit absolutely that, be honest. I will make sure that I do that. Thank you so much. Oh, no, we thank you. Thanks for taking the time to come on and spit that piece for us, Wondering Why by just me. Let's give it up for her one more time. Be ready. Thank you. Yes, we thank you. And please stay locked for the rest of the show. We have Princeton Powell coming up very shortly, okay? Definitely will. Thank you again. All right, Mm. you're welcome. Thank you. She just dropped some serious gems on y'all tonight. Yes. That was righteous right there. We got a lot of guest co-hosts come in and talk. Wait, what you think about tonight's, you know, poetry uh, so far? Actually, it's so funny because it, I'm actually a fan of Melissa's. I've, I've heard her a couple of times on different shows, and mm-hmm. she always brings that knowledge and that, that actual power to it. Like, she doesn't play with it. So I'm definitely a fan of her. Mm-hmm. And, of course, with mm-hmm. uh, Demetria and Lady Yay, 
I love that spin, and like I, I wasn't in the era, as you know, Miss Piggy keeps calling me out to say, but you mm-hmm. know, I just imagine the you know Adidas and the socks, and I was just like, yeah, that's how you beat Bob Right, like let's get down. I can't break dance, but it made me want to. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, fire. It's just the beauty of poetry, and and when you hear the poets come on and and speak with such you know conviction and and the you know, the delivery, it's like you can feel their peace. You can tell when a poet is really feeling their peace by the way they deliver mm-hmm. it. You can tell the difference. Mm-hmm. And she was really, really feeling that peace. And she was laying it in on the brother. She like, sister, uh-uh, hold up. <laughs> hold exactly. up. You ain't off the, yeah. you know, and she flipped it, that. and it was hot. Yes, yes, yes. Just me did that. So we, we also, we have another caller on the line, Black, that's let's waiting to talk. So let's bring them in and keep it rolling. PD Radio. 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 PD Radio. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, what's going on? This is Donnell, aka Peace of Mind. What's going on, Peace oh of Mind? Oh my goodness! Hey. Hey. <laughs> you got through. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting. Okay. How how you doing yeah, tonight? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I don't know how I'm gonna follow that last one. That was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, that was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. crazy. But. But do you, I'm man. Do you, I'm glad you, you, you got you. I'm glad right. you, you know you got on. I'm glad to hear you. So let's do your thing. Let's go. All right. This is called um, Let's Bathe in This. <clears throat> All right. Let's bathe in this. Let it cover us as we close our eyes and absorb the energy that created this beautiful moment. Let our bodies combine and our souls lock like the jaws on a savage beast that caught its prey. Let's lay. As we create an altitude that's non-existent to the universe, as we float through the galaxies, letting forms of plasma gaze upon us like stars, let those scars become trails that lead that lead to your healing, as each crumb left behind forms a love worth revealing. I'm stealing. Hold on. I'm. Fuck. I'm stealing. I'm stealing. I'm stealing. This moment as I hold the time with a frozen line while searching through its pockets, looking for seconds, and it only take minutes to stumble across hours as we synchronize the devour of aging just to do more than saying this lasts forever. Let's bathe in that. Let's soak in our love. That's the end of it. Mm. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's yeah. bathe in this. By peace of mind. Okay, you came on, you did your thing, and I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad to finally hear from you. So, oh, you know, yeah. I see you. Most people don't know. I see, you know, I know peace of mind from IG. You know, he does his thing, and I'm glad to have you on the show tonight. Thank you so very much. I enjoy oh, that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate very it. Much. Yes, sir. Yes, and you have to call back Definitely. every week. You know, we need to hear from you. Yeah, I'm going to call All back right? next week. All right. Yes, thank you. you, do you. That. you do. All right. Thank you. My man. That was hot. That was hot. Yes, sir. I might have to take a couple lines off of that man. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You can't can't be still alive. alive. My bad. Hold up. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot be still alive. (laughs) Don't get me on the copyrights, brother. Don't get me on the copyrights. You stupid. <laughs> we're about to go into a music break, but before we go into our music break, we want to talk to, let's talk to V. Dillon real quick, Black, you know, put her on the, in a hot seat right now. 
you doing? Uh, so, uh, yes. yeah, yes, you, my dear, have a, a brand new, very, 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 very brand new spoken word single that is out, which happens to be produced by our co-host, Black, and it is called <laughs> Full Moon Eyes. It's a hot single. Yes. Yes, yes talk to us about this. Where did the inspiration come from, and how did you connect with Black to put this all together? We want to know. The inspiration <laughs> came from, I'm a, you know, I'm, I love you to death, but the inspiration actually came from a friend of my lady, Jay, and she mm-hmm. had actually posted a picture one day, and, um, like, I don't know if anybody's ever noticed, I like hazel, like a hazel-looking color. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a full moon outside, so I kind of, like, made the connection there. I was just like, yeah, that's where, it, I mean, that's where it started. I seen her eyes, and I was just like, that's hot. Like, have you ever felt with somebody's eyes? That's kind of what it was intended. So, and then mm-hmm. how I hooked up with producer Black. If anybody has <laughs> never heard this mix, <laughs> his mix takes eardrum therapy. It is the shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you ain't heard it, go on Reverbation, go on SoundCloud, look it up. And he has a track on there that it was it was speaking to me. Now this the track was done prior to me doing the actual um piece and then when I done the piece I actually didn't have that in mind but then I heard it again, like I listened to his track all the time. So then when I listened again I was like, Hmm, this actually let me go ahead and hit him up. Uh-oh. So of course <laughs> Facebook is mm-hmm. I love Facebook. Hit him up and then oh I need this is what I got. This is what I want. Can we can we kind of make this happen? <laughs> now, he did that. Like I am, I, I, I put myself on black. Like I don't do spoken word. It's really not my strong suit. But he really put that together, and I was even in awe. And then he was like, "Okay, so what do you want for the cover?" And I was like, "What the hell?" A lot of people, if you don't know, Black made the cover for that single as well. And <laughs> oh, it is so hot. Like oh, that's so hot. Like, I, I just love looking at the cover even more than I Thank like you, listening v. to it. Like, it's hot. So, yeah. <laughs> well, V, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, as as a friend and as your, your big sis, I'm going to tell you, I was very proud when I heard the track. Like, when I heard it, like, I'm telling you, I was urging black. I said, you know what? You need to get that out. You need to get it out. Did I not black? I said, you need to get yeah. that piece out. And I know you are very particular about the, the words that you put back. out, and I know you feel like you know, you you kind of feel like you don't, you're not really ready to do certain things. But I'm only gonna push the best. And when I heard it, when I heard the total collab, I was like, I love it, I love it, and I'll push yes. it and put it out. And I'm proud of you that you did it. I'm proud that you were able to listen to that track and write to it, you know. And then Black came in and did his thing and make it all happen. I'm very proud of you. And that's just, you know, a little bit of what's to come from you. So I'm glad you did it. And you need to step out of the box, V, and just do more, seriously. I'm and not, not going to be That actually no inspired reason. me to do more. That inspired yeah. me to do Good. more. I know because you would tell me the truth even in, on the radio. But that actually inspired me mm-hmm. to do more. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, like, yeah, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what I'm talking. Because I'm always, I'm always honest with you, V. You know, you had sent me something before, and I, yeah. and I told you, I said I dig the piece, but you know, I gave you my but, little, you know, critiques yeah, on certain things. There, so yeah. I'm gonna keep it yeah. real with you always. I'm not gonna have you putting it out nothing. Me. 
And we all need that. It's not just you. I do it myself. It's like I'll I'll put something out and you know and I'll ask for feedback because I feel like I want to know what how other people see because we see our things as one way. You know what I mean? We're never sure how somebody else will perceive it. So I do the same thing myself. I have to give feedback with whatever it is that I'm doing. So mm-hmm. let me give respect to you, you know, because you own it, and I'm very proud of you. Yes. I cannot say thank you enough. Like, I'm so proud of that. Oh, <laughs> my baby, I, I, I made with black. Don't yes. Oh, uh, hold, hold, hold on. You and black making babies now? What's going on? Oh, yeah. What? Oh, y'all making babies now? You know how we do. Ah, she's got a beautiful child. Oh, man. That's still all right. We're going to go into one more quick caller. Go ahead, Blake. Yes, let's do that. No, no, I just want to give you guys some props. I say it's been Mm -hmm. a pleasure working with you guys, and, and like, you guys are just talking about you can't surround yourself with yes people. you got to have people who are going to actually give you true criticism, you know, Mm -hmm. and help you out, you know what I mean? Like, you can't hear great stuff about your work truth. all the time. It's just not, you know, exactly. not realistic. So, all exactly. right. So I appreciated myself. So, Black, I just want to give big ups to you real quick because you make us poets sound good. So, poets, if you're listening right now, yes. you know, <laughs> but listen, hold on, let, let, me, let me put this disclaimer out, okay? <laughs> you got to be on your A game. <laughs> you got to come with it. If you want to work with a producer, the sole producer who makes poetry sounds amazing, you need to hit up Black. But you can't become a lackluster, okay? you got to be on it because Black will shut you down. I'm just being honest because he's my producer, and I'm in the studio, and I'm trying to record. He'd be like, if you're not going to listen to what I say, <laughs> I'm not going to do this piece. Like, we had a oh, fight one time. He don't play. He's a perfectionist. He wants it done right. So if you want to have your poetry out, you want to have it put to music, hit up Black. But you got to be on your A game or he's going to shut it down. That's all I'm going to say. Black is mm-hmm. the man. So on that note, we're going to take one more quick caller, and then we're going to go into some music, and we're going to come right back. And coming up is Princeton Powell, so stay locked, PD Radio. Take that call. There's, there's different. <laughs> I'm still cracking. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! PD Radio, what's your name? Where you calling from? Hello, hello, PD Radio. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, how you doing? My name is David, man. I on the call. I was waiting a long time to call in. Hi, David. We got you on now, David. What's, what you got how for us? What's going on? Much, much, much blessings. We, we love your show. We, we, I listen every night, every 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 Tuesday, every week, every week. I listen to you. Oh, he is about to be yeah. blessed. He said he listens mm-hmm. every night. <laughs> not every night, but I do go. I, I go on the website and I listen, but uh, but not every night. I know it's Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, I, I, okay. I love everything y'all do. I just wanted Thank to call you. in and give a to give a shout out. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Dave. We appreciate that. Thanks for calling up. Thank you. Enjoyed the poetry my, my, tonight. My, I I don't I can I can I can sit poetry, but I can I can um beatbox on the poem poem. Oh, the poem poem. Yes. Well, the secret is you got to coordinate. That's right. You got to coordinate that. Yeah, I coordinate. Me, I can't. Me can't chat on uh some poetry like PD. I am. 
I am beating on the pom pom. I am. I'm done. I can't. 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 I'm yes. sorry, I'm not I'm not I'm 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 love PD Radio, yo. They, the How many blast, jobs man. you got, Mon? How many jobs did you have, Mon? No, oh, thank we you. Got, we not, we not love you, David. Huh? What is it? PD Radio. 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 We love you, David. Sorry, David. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> My man, man, I think he had a couple. You know, had, he had too many. What could I have, Mon? <laughs> Two, maybe two drinks sometime. What, I'm an alcoholic now? Yes, you are. <laughs> Calling up crazy. Hey, I'm done. I'm sorry. Black just cut off the call. Oh. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Would you? Uh, I know the people listen like, man, they is straight crazy. Wow. But, uh, Black, I'm done with you. We're going to go into some music right now. PD Radio is what we do. We're going to go into a couple tracks. We're going to come back. We're going to give a shout-out to our confessor guest host tonight, Arthur Valencia Poindexter. We're going to go into some music. We're going to come back with Mr. Prince's towel. Stay locked with PD Radio. We'll be right back. Yes. PD Radio. 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 Radio.
PD Radio. 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 PD Radio. PD. Radio. I just want to put it out there. I'll let everybody <laughs> know. PD has given me executive orders to bang on anybody who I deem is a threat to our national security. <laughs> so I just want to know that. You said all that to say what, Black? <laughs> that if you cut up, you might get hung up on. <laughs> so let's... I can't. I can't. Oh, I, can't. Man, I, can't. I, can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Oh, man. All right. We... Oh, man. I'm sorry. We we got to go into some more music, Black. We we got to do another music song right now, and then we can come back. I, All right, let's I just, can't right now. I
we are back. We just play for you two very classic cuts. I like it by the bars and let the music play by Shannon. V. Dilla, the youngin' on the show. What you know about those? That well, I know about, about those, that? but I did have some questions when I first heard that. I was like, how the hell does all of that, you like all of that? For real, you ain't got nothing else to do but to watch them. But then, you know, I was getting to learn. <laughs> I get it now. I get it now. Okay, okay. It's the little so things that matter. It. I don't know about yes. that comb your hair, but hey, it's the little things that matter. I get that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. What's up, Black? I'm chilling. Black? I'm I'm ready to get you it chilling? on. It, you know, it is that time of the night, so uh, I, I think I would like to play one more very, very quick song. I would like to do an encore of my song, I Am, and then we're going to come back because we have for you guys coming up in just a few seconds the very talented Kristen Powell. So we're going to set them up. We're going to play a song. We're going to come right Whoa. back with Kristen Powell. Let's TV Radio, this is how we do it. <laughs> Let me show you what it means. Let me 
time of the night where we shine our creative artist spotlight and tonight we are so very honored to bring to our audience the very talented educated distinguished 2013 NAACP Image Award nominee Mr. Prentice Powell Princeton. Welcome to the Radio. Thank you. Thank you so much. No we thank you for taking the time to be on with us tonight. Exactly. I have to tell you real quick, Prentice, uh, you have my grandfather's name, so I, I just love your name. <laughs> oh, that's dope. Do I? Yes, that was my grandfather's name. So I'm like, oh, his name is Prentice. My grandfather was a great man, so I know you're a great man. Anybody with that name has to be a great man. And <laughs> well, I'm trying. I'm, I'm definitely trying. I, I would love to continue that legacy, so that's dope to hear. <laughs> you are doing it. Princess, I want you to know we have many, many authors and poets who listen to our show, and they are over the top right now to hear you on the show tonight because the love for your talent is so very strong, and the people, they were just going nuts. Our listeners were going nuts knowing that you were going to be on tonight. How does that feel? You have, like, you're just everywhere right now. You're in high demand right now. How's that feeling for it, you? You know, more than, more than anything, it's really, it's really humbling. You know, because I, I think, mm-hmm. you know, us as writers, like I, I write when everybody sleeps in my house, you know, and, and for mm-hmm. me, I write for from a very selfish space, so I write to keep sane, you know, so I, I'm in my notebook mm-hmm. so, I can, so I can get through tomorrow. And um, to know that, you know, there's people who, you know, even though I've been performing for a while, it hasn't been on this level until probably the last year and a half, um, just to know that people know who I am, the way people mm-hmm. know who I am, considering the fact mm-hmm. that I write at night in my kitchen on the island, you know, in a right <laughs> notebook, you know what I mean? Um, it's it's really humble, and it's a blessing because, you know, I, I this is not what I was going for. You know, it mm-hmm. wasn't. So it's all in God's plan. So, you know, I realize I'm a vessel, mm-hmm. so I'm just, I'm just going along with the ride. 
Okay. I hear that. And, and mm-hmm. I think that's what makes it so sweet when it's not expected. You're just doing what you love. You have a passion for what you love. And right. when it comes to be recognized, it just makes it that much more sweet. And I'm, I'm going to be honest, Prentice. I'm going to be very honest. I am new to the Prentice Powell phenomenon. I came okay, to recognize cool. your talent. I came to recognize your talent because someone posted a video of you performing the system on Arsenio Hall. They posted it on my Facebook page. Now, I'm going to tell you, I looked at that video, and I was instantly hooked, and my listeners will tell you, I saw that video, and I said on my page, I said, I'm going to get him for the show. I'm going to get him for the show because I was so in awe, and I became an instant fan as soon as I saw that piece. I've never seen anyone do it on the level that you do it. And I reached out to you you on Twitter, and you responded, and that just made my level of respect for you go that much higher. I'm like, this brother is doing his thing. And he is still thank so you. very humble to even respond. No, I thank you. Well, you so you I know, want you, Princess, to take us. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I, oh, no, no, I don't mean to cut you off. It's <laughs> just something you said sparked, sparked a thought. Go ahead. Well, it, it, this can all go tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, this, mm-hmm. this, can, this, can, this can disappear tomorrow. So mm-hmm. for me to, yeah, and, and I think about, I have a poem that I wrote about poets that I met back in the day who I loved. You know, I'm a fan of this craft, and I met them, mm-hmm. and they were jerks. You know, and mm. they, didn't come to the, they didn't come to the poetry spot in a Bentley or a Benz. Some of them caught the right. bus. So I'm like, why are you on your own hype? Like, this can go tomorrow. So for anybody who, who writes me or sends me an email is like, yo, can you get on this show or can you do this? If, it's, if, it, if I can, I will, because it can all go tomorrow. Like, so what if I'm on TV? Like, that can go. Wow. So I just I just appreciate the fact that people appreciate my therapy, <laughs> you know. So mm-hmm. so it's not That's a problem at is. all to to be here rocking with y'all. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm I'm a I'm a poet. I'm a fan of this. This is this is what I do. This is what I breathe. This is what I obsess over. So to be in the same mm-hmm. space, I, I travel a lot now. So if I can't mm-hmm. physically be in the same space, I love to be in the same space on the phone with other people who do the same wow. thing because um it's important. It's important. You know, that's exactly why you're on the high that you're on right now, just listening to you and how humble you are and how you appreciate everything that's in front of you. Because, as you say, you have people who they take things for granted. They're on their own high, and they don't realize you can't be where you are without people supporting you. And right, you, absolutely. you understand that, and that's exactly why you're on the level you're on right now, and that's why so many people, you know, that's why so many of us have such a high level of respect for you and, and stay the way you are because God is shining the light you on you. All right. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I promise now, you I will. That's the one thing I can promise. I, yes. I will. I love it. I love it. That's right. When did your love for writing begin, Prentice? What what inspired this gift in you? Um, You, you know, I I I never, I don't think I ever, honestly, it's going to sound crazy. I don't ever think I honestly had a love for writing. Um, oh, in okay. high school, In high school, mm-hmm. I did forensic speech and debate, so I was used to being on, on stage doing theater. Um, but mm-hmm. when I was, when I was um, uh, in, in 2003, I was at the, the library, and a cousin of mine who was a year younger than me, shout out to my cousin Tyson, um, he's a dope mm-hmm. MC. He came, and he was my cousin who was a couple months older than me. Everything he did, I did. 
So when he got in the football when we were five, I got in the football. He was tight. I sucked. When he got in the basketball, <laughs> he, was, he was dope in basketball. I was not as good. Um, so he came to the local library. My mother told me that he was going to do poems, and I was like, okay, well, let me go see what he's doing. He did a dope poem. And so naturally I went home and was like, I can do that. And so I went home and I wrote a poem. Um, and actually what happened is after I wrote that poem, um, I, I broke up with my ex and I was sitting in the house. I had my first apartment and was just kind of growing a beard and eating ice cream and doing the reverse waiting to excel type thing. Aww. You know, so so for me it wasn't it wasn't waiting to excel. I think I was watching brown sugar over and over and over. There you but that was my thing. Right. Yeah, that's a little more manly, right? I was about to brush right, 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 right. you know, you know, eating some ice cream, you know what I'm saying? More manly. Um, right, right. Right. So my mom my mom took me out to the Oakland Slam and um she signed me up and I didn't know and I've always had this ability to memorize pretty good. So I had the poem mm-hmm. in my head and she signed me up and I didn't know. So I, I came in like third um that first wow. time and the coach, wow. Sonia Widow, um, she's one of the founders of the Oakland Slam. She was like, you should come back and compete to be on the team. And I was like, well, I don't – I just wrote this. Like, I don't have – I don't do poetry. So right. I went home, and I wrote a, poem, a new poem every week for, um, for five weeks. So each week I came back with a new poem, and I made the team. And um, wow. two, months after, two months after writing my first poem, I um, came in fourth in the nation. So it kind of was like – you know, it kind of was just like, okay, well, this may be something new for me to explore. And um, it, it, wow. it kind of took off from there, and I, you know, did poetry mm-hmm. spots and paid for my own tickets, slept on couches, caught greyhounds across country to, you know, rock <laughs> for 15 minutes with $10 CDs and sleeves. Right. With, wow. You know, you know how we do. You know our grind. Wow, and, um, you yes. Know, got, got stuck <laughs> in a couple cities for a little longer than I wanted to, and, um, you know, I had a slang CDs, a, a, a rock on the corner mm-hmm. to make some money to get home, and it kind of just mm-hmm. went from there. And then I got into education mm. through doing poetry, and that kind of opened a whole nother door of developing curriculum and things of that nature. And so, um, wow, it, it, that's kind of how it started. See, it's the mm. passion, and people don't understand. You have to have a passion. Like you didn't start out wanting to do poetry, but you got into it. You know, I grabbed a hold of you, and, and you did what you had to do to make it happen. It's the passion. And people got to understand yeah, that you have, no matter what it is you do in life, you have to have a passion. And I have to tell you, me and my, my co-host, like, we were talking about you. You just spoke on being able to have a good memory and memorizing your lines. We were talking just yesterday about how just watching, you know, some of your videos, we was like, the way you deliver your message is such, with such ease. It's like you're not consciously trying to memorize it. It's just coming off like, like, like fluid. It's just liquid. It's just, uh, it's like, it's like, uh. And, spe- and speaking of the, uh, when, when we watched your video, I don't know the name of the, you know, the poem, but it's the one, I'm not who you say I am. Oh, man. And I have to tell you, our special guest host who was on the line with us tonight, Miss Valencia Poindexter, she is an author of Thomas Clock. She's on with us tonight. She turned me on to that video. And I'm watching wow. you, and I'm like, you were saying, imagine how my kids are going to be when I'm through with them. You're like, ugh. That's ugh. how I felt. <laughs> I was done. I was done. I said, this is it. I said, I've never seen a poet deliver the way you deliver. You killed it. I'm like, so Thank in you. awe of you. Is that Thank important you so to you, Prentice, to touch? No, 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 no. Thank you. 
Is it important to you to touch on subjects to get us talking and thinking and, you know, kind of looking outside the box of what the media feeds us? Because that piece right there, you you brought it. <laughs> to tell you the truth, no. I mean, and it sounds no? so weird because sometimes mm-hmm. I have these, you know, like I, I do interviews and, and, and people ask me questions, and I wish sometimes that I had more than what I actually have, but I'd be lying to you. Mm-hmm. It's what is what's important no. is for me to keep saying, you know what I mean? Like I, I, so that poem I wrote because I felt like I hadn't wrote, I hadn't written anything on behalf of, of us as black men. So mm-hmm. I felt like it was necessary for me to write something on behalf of us black men who may not necessarily have the space or the platform that I do to say how we feel about ourselves. Um, and that's really all it was. So I don't really write to get, you know, people talking mm-hmm. about anything I write because okay. this is how I feel. So if you like it, cool. If you don't, cool. I don't care. This is how I feel. <laughs> I'm talking that, about that. But that's right. a true poet, though. That is a true poet. You write for what you feel and not, you know, for recognition or to, you know. I just wanted to ask that question, but that is true what you said. You have to write what you're feeling and how people perceive it is up to them. But you have to be true right. to you with whatever it is that you put out. Right, and I, and I think the the key for for me is just sincerity. Like I'm very sincere about everything I say. Like I make sure that I can live behind everything that I say. If I say it in my poem, I make sure that no matter how much of a point somebody makes against it, that I can own what I said. You know, that you have a very valid point. You know what? This is something that I didn't think about when I wrote this. It's a valid point, but you know what? I still stand behind what I said. You know, so I, I think. For me, it's just it's just staying sincere, and I'm very passionate. So what you say about it's fluid, thank you so much, but I don't really care about my delivery too much. You know, like I don't, I'm not, I'm not really, I'm, I'm not writing to be like, okay, so let me put this, 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 then some, 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 then this, and that mm-hmm. rhymes that, right. and, and put <laughs> that, right. the hat, and kick the bat. No, no, I don't, I don't care. Well, so I'm really just kind of talking. I don't care how you put it together. All I know is it's like butter when it comes out your mouth. It just comes out with such ease. It's like I want to get on your level. I'm going to pull myself, and I want to get on your level. I could just get up there and, and speak, and it's just like liquid. It's just kind of flowing out with such ease. You, you do it. Like, I don't know if you understand the level of the gift that you have. It is crazy. It is crazy. I'm Thank telling you. you. Thank you. I don't, but I'm glad I don't. You know, like, I realize right. I'm a vessel now. You know, like, it, it may sound uh-huh. kind of weird, but I realize that I'm a vessel. I realize that this is not me. Like, that's something that I came across probably in December. I realized, like, yo, mm-hmm. this is way bigger than me. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't really just a tool that's being used to say these things that are coming out. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really – I thank God every day, but I, I, I'm happy that I have a gift. But, you know, I've learned that when you have a gift – uh, one of my mentors, Amir Suleiman, he taught me something um, a long time ago. Um, shout out to Amir Suleiman. For those who are listening, if you do not know who mm-hmm. Amir Suleiman is, please look him up. Just type in Amir Suleiman Danger, and that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Um, and Amir there he told me, right, he, he told me something once and um, because I, I had the blessing of doing some workshops with him um, in, in the hood in, in Frisco in Fillmore. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him how I was frustrated on um, – what I was writing, I didn't want to sound like anybody else, and, and 
he just told me one time that uh, he said he used a dope analogy, and he said, okay, so you have to look at it this way as far as poets and artists. Everybody has a smile. So he said, if I try to get up on stage and if I try to smile like you, I'm not smiling like myself. He said, in turn, mm-hmm. what I am trying to do is represent somebody that I'm not. And then he also said, so in turn, by trying to represent somebody I'm not through my smile and not giving my genuine smile, I'm robbing the world the opportunity of, of, of receiving what I have to give through my smile. And in turn, mm-hmm. I'm robbing myself of the opportunity to see what happens when I smile, which in turn makes mm. me extremely selfish to the whole world because I am not smiling like myself because I'm too busy trying to smile like somebody else. Right. Mm. Uh, and, <laughs> wow. So if you take that in, and you think about it, it's, it's, it's like why, why try to smile like somebody else? Why try to sound like somebody else? Or, or mm. you know, don't, don't do this because, you know, so-and-so is doing it, do it because you want to do it. And whatever that is, do it because you want to believe in what it is that you're doing. Yes. Like, you don't even understand how big this is right now. We have so many conversations on the show about this, how people, you know, they kind of jump on bandwagons and want to do what everybody else is doing. No, do it for the love that you have for doing it. Let your individuality come out through that. Don't do it the way the next person is doing it. Do it the way... You want to do it, and it's it's so refreshing to hear you say that. You have no idea. That, that's oh. man, that's powerful right there. But um, Prentice, I want to turn it over to my to my co-host in a second because I have a habit of taking over the show, and they'll tell you. So, you know? <laughs> but I, I have another question. I want to ask you real quick. I mean, you're so big right now, and your group, Biology, which you're a part of, open up for right. Jill Scott's 2000. 13 summer tour. Now, Jill herself is amazing, just a yeah, beautiful, beautiful is. spirit. And um, the network that we're under, Six Man Radio, um, they had an interview with her, and the interview was just so beautiful. She's a, such a warm spirit. But I have to tell you, and I have to let you know, Prentice, I'm in awe of you right now because you you got the basket of presence of my all-time favorite entertainer, Stevie Wonder. I'm jealous right now. Like, like you oh, don't even know. Yeah. I'm, no, please be you jealous. You have to tell please me, Princess. Well, I am jealous. I'm telling you straight please, up. Please. What was that like to be in his presence? I, I can't even imagine. I am so, not starstruck the, the, at all by anyone. But this man right here, Stevie Wonder, I was faint. I'm telling you straight up. What was it like so, being in his presence? That was in 2000 and, um, okay, let me remember what I was wearing. That was <laughs> 2007, 2008, 2008. I'm sorry, I yes. don't know about my poetry. Okay. Um, that was 2008. <laughs> um, I was at Spoken Funk on, um, so it was a brother named Poetry. Shout out to Poetry. He was on that Poetry Jam mm-hmm. back in the day. He did a lot for us as poets. He was one of the first poets to start getting on commercials and things like that. Poetry has a mm-hmm. um in L.A., called Spoken Funk. And by the way, that's another thing I feel like we don't do as artists. We don't pay homage to those people who come before us or help us out. Um, yeah. But that's, sorry, that's a little segue. So Poetry has an event called Spoken Funk in L.A., um, in Hollywood. And um, I was on stage and I was rocking, but um, Stevie Wonder owns one of the stations out there. He's one of the co-owners of a like a R&B station, who he was at that time. Mm. And I was wow. on stage and I was probably like, seven minutes into my set, and I don't remember what poem I was doing, but I remember he walked in 
was Malcolm Jamal Warner, and I had I hadn't met uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner yet at that time. So Stevie Wonder and Theo walk into the spot while I'm doing a poem, and I was just like I shocked. You know, like I, I literally stopped. I tried to keep going because I was like, no, I'm about to go hard. You know, I'm about to finish the rest of this poem. And I stopped and I said, I'm so sorry, y'all. I know this is unprofessional. This is when, you know, like I, I paid for my own ticket to come out there. I think I caught the Greyhound. I had some CDs. And I said, but Stevie Wonder is just, just walked in here, y'all. And he did that all the time at this space. So nobody mm-hmm. was really geek like I was. You know, and this is L.A., uh-huh. so, you know, people are – you know, used to it and stuff like that, but it right. was amazing. And so after, I got to sit down with him for about thirty minutes, and we um, we ate some French fries, and uh, I had oh, a wow. and, and sat down, and um, he told me that he liked my poetry. That's all he said. He said, "I like, I really like your poetry," and I just, I, I didn't need anything else. Uh, right, I bet you did. You know, and I wanted to pick his brain, but I don't think at that time I really had learned yet. Um, I think I was just humbled, you know. Stephen Wonder is my favorite mm-hmm. artist of all time. He's a musical genius. Yes. And so yes. I just listened to him and Malcolm Jamal Warner kind of talk and people come up to him. I just kind of sat there, to tell you the truth. So I, I wish I had, wow. like, a you know, a bigger story than that. But it was it was amazing. It is amazing to be in that man's presence. You know, I, I mean, oh man, he's a genius. You know, <laughs> like you understand, genius. princess. I just, I want to be in your presence right now because you were in his presence. Yes, it's just, just to know you got to soak up his aura. It's like, oh, I just, I just want to be around you now because I know you were around him. It's like, I, I can't even imagine. As I said, I am not starstruck at all. I don't care who it is. It, I'm not, to me, people are people. I don't care what your level right. of fame is. But Stevie Wonder, I am not going to lie. Yeah. If I'm in the room with that man, I'm done. I am truly, right. truly done. He is just awesome. As you should be because I was too. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, I'm going to yeah, pass the mic yeah. right now to to our guest co-host of the night, author Valencia Poindexter. She is very excited about you on the show tonight, and I know she has a question or two for you. So, Valencia. Hi. <laughs> I am very excited because, like I told Miss Cd, I have been looking forward to speaking to you. And, like, when I first heard you, it was on Miss Cd's Facebook, and then I came across um, – Verses and flows, uh huh. And it was it was purely by accident that I even came across that because my friend Untame actually beat me to that. And of course, once I like something, I have to go keep looking to see if I really like that person or if they was just in all of one piece, or one hit, right, right, <laughs> one hit wonder kind of thing. And I right. found your piece, um, Good Father, and uh, it was yes. powerful. The words were powerful in itself, but then it was like there was more behind that because you were still so humble behind it. And while the message is simple that you were trying to get out, what was one thing that I want to know? What's one thing that you really wanted somebody to really hear past the words? Um, You know, it's really uh, um, interesting that you say that. And hi, Valencia. It's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for for having me on the show (laughs) as well. Um, the interesting thing is I have to go to um, – I've been running that poem all day. Um, yesterday uh, – it's crazy. 
Yesterday, I'm a very candid person. Yesterday, um, I watched my son learn how to ride his bike with no training wheels um, mm. on on, mm. on Skype, and I watched him do wow. it. I watched him do it with his uh, mother's boyfriend, and mm-hmm. he is a really good dude. Um, my son has a little sister by his his mother, um, and he's he's the father. He's a really good dude. Um, and that was the hardest thing I've had to do, I think, thus far. I think it tops everything I've been through thus far. And um, it was really hard. I even posted a picture on Facebook on of uh, me watching it happen just mm. to kind of motivate wow. fathers who aren't doing their jobs um, to just kind of remind them that there's fathers out here who envy them. Um, the crazy thing is I have to go, I have to fly to uh, to L.A. on Monday because I'm back on Arsenio Um Mm. I film on Monday, and uh, it airs on Tuesday, and Mm -hmm. I'm doing Good Father. Oh, Um, wow. That's the poem I'm I'm choosing to do, and um, right now it has more relevance than than what you saw on TV when I had my son in my lap. It has more relevance than when I did it on season one of Versus and Flow. And Mm -hmm. I think for me, um, I've really been thinking about this because I'm never nervous, but I am extremely nervous about Monday. And I'm nervous because I know the platform that I'm going to be speaking on, what it's done thus far, mm-hmm. me being on that platform. I know the that's not a performance. You know, I can't just do that poem, so it's very rare that people see that poem. I don't put it in my sets because mm-hmm. if I don't feel it, I don't do it. And sometimes I just don't want to feel that mm-hmm. way. So yeah, for me, to answer your question, with, with saying all that, to answer your question, there are so many things that I think peop- I want people to do. Like, I want people to hurt like I hurt. I mean, it's selfish. Mm-hmm. I want people to feel my pain. Um, I, I'm tired mm-hmm. of people saying we don't love our children. Um, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of feeling like I'm in 1947 um, when I go into the, family, the, the Santa Clara County Family Court. I'm tired of, of getting – that's the closest I've ever felt to, to um, segregation was mm-hmm. in the court battle fighting to keep my son from going to Florida. And I just want people to know that I want my son. You know what I mean? Like, I, wow. I, that's, that's all it is. Like, I really want my dude back. I, wow. I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy he's happy. You know what I mean? But I want my dude back. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I can't, I can't, you know, like, I, I get emotional thinking about it right now. Like, I, I, I just want my mm-hmm. dude back. And so yeah. when I do that poem, it's not to bash his mother. I'm never going to speak bad on any of my children's mothers because I want to lead by example. Mm-hmm. Um, right, it's, it's, right. and that's why I don't. That's why I don't talk about her in that poem. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's not about her. Right. It's about mm-hmm. the right. fact that I feel that the the court system is unjust, and it's the fact that I have to go through things that I feel I shouldn't have to go through as a parent. And um, mm-hmm. that that's really, I guess, all all my point is in that poem. It's, I mean, it's really, it's therapeutic. It's painful every time, and it doesn't get easier. And my son right. is five now, you know. I, if, if you look on, on YouTube when I, um, around the time I wrote it, he found a pacifier in his mouth. He was like one and a half. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's five, and that poem hurts even more now than it did when I wrote it. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to mm-hmm. think, like, when, when, can it, when is it going to feel different? You know, like, when when is it going to, when can I stop, when can I retire this poem? You know how we retire poems? You know, we say we're not going to do them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I want to retire this poem, but I can't because it's still so relevant. So for me, right. it's, just, wow. 
I just want people to know I want my dudes back. You know, and, I, and I, just, I really want to say this. I really admire your approach on this because you're not writing for anybody to give you recognition on that. Even now, it's just like uh-huh. this isn't about you. This isn't about you mm-hmm. liking the poem. This isn't about any of that. This is just about me wanting my son. And this mm-hmm. was just therapeutic, and you just happened to see it. And then I really love that. I really mm-hmm. love that passion behind it and, you know, and how it's still about that regardless of how popular this piece has gotten. Right. And I really yeah, admire that. that. Thank you. And, you know, it's totally strategic about me. They they gave me the option of what poem I wanted to do um, a, a while mm-hmm. back. Um, and I was like, hell, yeah, I'm going to do good father. Like, mm-hmm. you don't see any of us on TV talking about we love our kids. They always talk about exactly. how we don't raise our kids, how we're not around our kids, how we don't care about our kids. Mm-hmm. And granted, I have flaws as a father. There are plenty of mm-hmm. other ways, areas I can improve. But, and I want my dude back. So you going right. to give me a platform on Arsenio? And ask me what I want Exactly. Oh, no, I'm about to go yeah. hard. No, because, hey, there, might be, there may be a family court, a uh, family law attorney who is way mm-hmm. better than the one I had who may hear this. I want my son back. You know what I mean? Like, this is, let's, let's be real. Like, I'm, mm. you give me this platform to, to reach 1.6 million people? Right. Oh, no, I want it. my son back. So I'm going to let 1.6 million know I want my dude back. I'm going to tell you, Princess, I personally have so much respect for you because of the fact how you speak about how you want to be a good father, how you just want your son, and how you also acknowledge that you will not speak bad of his mother. It has nothing to do with her. And and people don't realize how important that is because just because a couple doesn't work out, that should not affect your relationship with your child. And I'm a big big advocate of that, very big. Like, my parents divorced when I was very young, but I tell you what, my parents were best friends. My father never kicked my mother's back in. My mother never kicked my father's back in. They came together and raised us as parents, and that's all that I know. And and to hear a man say, I just want to spend time with my child. I just love my child. I just want to do what's right by him. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk bad about his mother. It's not about her. And even if you can, you choose not to. And you right. give big no respect point. for that. Like, you have no idea, big respect for that. And your child, even when they're young, they may not be able to understand, but as they grow older, they will remember, my dad never said nothing bad about my mom, or my mom never this said is, anything bad about my dad. They're going to remember that. And when you have a lot so, of bitter couples out here because it didn't work, they want to bash each other. So respect to you right. on that. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Thank you. But honestly, that's how it should be. I learned that from my mother. My mother never, yes. never. Said yes. anything ill about my father. When I found out at sixteen, <laughs> everything I found out about my pops, I had so yes. much more respect for my mom. I was like, that "How was could me. you not just? How could you not rip right. that for everything that he oh, did man. not represent?" You know. And so yes. when I found it out, I looked at my mom like, "Yo, you are such a genius." And I feel like for me, I need to leave. There's a documentary that I'm in called "Also Seen in Men." Um, Valencia, what's mm. Valencia's last name? I forget her last name, but um, you may be able to Google it and find it, but it's about, it, it, it's filthy. Yeah, and, I thought you said Valencia. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, no, no, not a different Valencia. Not, not two V, a different Valencia. <laughs> um, well, everybody calls me. And, and in the in the documentary, you know, she signed some waivers to be in it, and there was a, a scene where mm-hmm. she's picking him up, and she's acting ratchet. 
And mm. I didn't tell her to act that way. And, you know, it's just it's weird because she dyed her head red and everything, and that's not mm. her, but her head was mm. red, and she just, she just acted an ass on tape. Mm. And it made it into the documentary. <laughs> wow. You know, it made it into wow. the documentary, and my thing is, and, and this is not to say anything ill, you know, um, but my mm-hmm. whole thing is right. I want to leave, I want to leave, I want to leave, um, I want to leave something that speaks for itself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So when All I'm right. gone, my son can turn on this Arsenio performance, can turn on verses of flow, can, can look at my body of work that honors him or speaks on him so that it's not just me saying, you know, your daddy loves you, right? Because I feel like everything comes to light in the long run. And I want my work yes, to speak it does. for itself rather than for me to speak for my work. You know what I mean? So There it is. Um, yes. That's what I'm trying it. to do. Wow. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> my level of respect I mean, for oh. is going up by the second. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it's just, yeah. You know, I don't. I don't get it hmm. when people say that. I mean, I, I thank you, but it still doesn't really register to me. Um, and I'm not even asking why. Uh, it's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, so I appreciate and I re- it, and I, um, I'm thankful. I respect but, um, that too. In the video, you you say that when you read your poem, Good Father, you say that like you know, I don't need likes, I don't need shares, I don't need your comments. No, you just speak from gonna the get heart. Them back. Right. Not get them back. Exactly. It's not get them back. You, wow. You're telling me, though, but what it will do is, you know, I had a brother who one time um, came up to me after I did that poem. He said, man, I my son is three and a half years old, and I haven't seen him once, and he lives around the corner from me. Mm. And he said, your poem makes me want to go see him. I swear to God, two months later, um, I seen him with his son eating tacos. Wow. At a wow. And um, wow. I didn't say anything to him. I seen it, and I walked by, and I was like, yo, um, this is, this is bigger than me. You know, mm-hmm. he was eating tacos with his, with his three and a half year old son. <laughs> right. Much later. Wow. And, you power, know, man. Oh, you never know. Uh-huh. Right. What we do has has, mm-hmm. has power. Like people say, you know, right. there's, there's power in words. Actions speak loud in words. Nah, not all the time. Because a lot of mm-hmm. times you don't get action until they hear something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so anybody thinks that, you know, we don't have any value in the things that we're saying, the things that we're doing. You may not need to be doing this thing because you're insulting us who believe otherwise. You know? There it is. Princess, I have to tell you, our Twitter and Facebook followers are like going bananas over your interview right now. People are so in awe of you right now, how you're just coming with the truth and just being real. You know, people love that. Instead of you trying to put on this facade, you're coming with the real, and people respect that and appreciate that, and our followers are loving it. I would just like to ask you right now, you know, I, I did ask you earlier, would you be willing to, to do a piece on the air? Are you still prepared to do that for us here on PD Radio? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can yeah. do whatever you want to do. You want to do poems, one poem, it does not matter. <laughs> oh, so man, like, good. This I'm blushing you know, right now. I'm just smiling then, ear to ear, so yes. It's not, <laughs> it's, it's not the, the thing I love about this is that, mm-hmm. So it's it's at the point now where, um, like, when I go to L.A., I'm in L.A. probably four or five times a, a month now, which is probably a 50-minute flight from the Bay Area because I'm from mm-hmm. Oakland. I'm in the Bay Area. It's now at the okay. point where, and I'm telling people this not to brag, but I want to show that there is no glass ceiling to what we are doing. Um, 
Yeah. I have like drivers now, right? So like when I get off a plane, there's a white man in a suit with a sign that says "Pretty Cow." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I yes. take a picture of every single white man holding that suit. You know, that's the closest yes. I get to my reparations. So I take a picture, right? And even if I have a duffel bag, you know, even if I have a duffel bag and I'm only there for a day, like on on Monday, I make him hold my bag, and he walks yes. in front of me. Well, I and and I'm walking, and I walk to this big ass black Escalade with tinted <laughs> windows and only my, I'm in it, you know, and I, yes. and I enjoy the moment because I've worked for it and I've earned it and it is possible for us to receive that. But Let what these know. shows do are keep me grounded. You know what I mean? Like these, this is, this is, this is real. Like that's right. not real. You know what I mean? Like they can stop paying for my flights. They can stop paying for these hotels and these nice places. That's not real. Mm-hmm. This is that's real. True. So let's do poems. Let's talk. Let's, Yes, Let's be I normal. love you. Let's be honest, yes. right? Let's do it. And to anybody, because <laughs> I get reviews sometimes, and people say, uh-huh. you know, oh, he think he. No, I don't think I'm anything. But yeah, I, I, I am happy that I got a white man holding the sign when I get off the plane now, off of poetry. Well, I'm gonna tell you. I, am I don't happy care about what that. they say. You the man. You know nah. why I say you the man? Not because you're just in demand, but because. I mean, just now having you on the show and just hearing your personality, just hear how you speak the truth, and just watching how you deliver your poetry, you're the man because you do it for real. You're the man because you're not doing it for accolades. You're the man because you do it for the love. So bump what anybody else say. PD Radio is here to tell you, you're the shit. (laughs) Okay? Oh, we can Uh say shit? Oh, we can say well, you can say whatever you want to say. Yes. Oh, it's a clean word? Oh. Yes. Well, my mic will start coughing, thank you. No censor, no censor. Right, no censor here. You know, trying to clean up these songs. Like, okay, let me say shoot. Uh, let me oh, wait, say you trying to keep it PG? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can spit the original poem, not the uh, clean up version. Right? And right Yo, now I've we have an open moments. mic to you. Uh, what is there any poem that you wanted me to do specifically? No, we want you to do whatever okay. you want to do. It, it's all you about what, you. This one that I'm working on, and I really mm-hmm. like the fact that you know all these shows you gotta be so polished. Um, but there's one that I'm currently mm-hmm. working on that I would love to share. It's unfinished. I think it's unfinished. Please. It may not be unfinished. Um, but Please. I would love to share it because I haven't I haven't shared it. Oh, um, I want to share it once. Here we go. Okay. Yes. Um, so this is not a political poem at all. Um, and I'm actually thinking about us as black men when I wrote it, um, mm-hmm. and it's inspired by a writing prompt that uh, myself, Javon Johnson, Rudy Francisco, Sean William, and Andrew Tyree, uh, we are Fiveology, um, we're working on a collective poem under this theme uh, of being a black man in America and what that means to us. And I've okay. never written from that space. Um, okay. Being a black man in America means being my brother's keeper while keeping the distance from my brother because I don't trust him further than I can see him. It's believing the cops don't give a fuck about you. Being a black man in America is being taught at a young age how not to doubt yourself because everyone else already does. It's the love you have for your mother regardless of her flaws and dealing with your daddy issues so your son doesn't have to. Being a black man in America is a full-time job you will never see a single penny for. There are no time off, no breaks, no benefits. It is a lifelong commitment and an early death sentence. Being a black man in America is a gift. 
It is a blessing. It is a gift God chose for you to receive because he believes you can handle it. It's being dealt a shitty hand. It's a gamble. Knowing every time you step outside, the world is a poker table, and whether you like it or not, your chips are all in. It is a grin you put on your face when you feel pain just to let the world know they will not break you. Right after dropping down to your knees, praying to God, asking him to heal you because the pressure is too real, but you popped 30 pills, but that shit still didn't kill you. But what will is stepping outside without your combat boots on or heading to the corner store leaving your pistol uh, leaving your pistol under the floorboard, your mother doesn't know it's loose. It's knowing you need to de- detach yourself from your brother's dangerous lifestyle, but your loyalty won't let you because you know if he hadn't been around when that shit went down, you may not be here right now. Being a black man in America is literally to possess everything that lacks in America. Why do you think they work so hard for us not to succeed? We are hypochondriacs of the soul who bleed when we speak. Being a black man in America means you can die over a pack of Skittles, have your murder or acquitted, then deemed as a celebrity to fight in a boxing match against the damaged black man mm. with drug issues who used to rap. And your own people who mm. look just like you will pay to see it on pay-per-view, even though it won't bring your life back. It is black boy, black boy, turn your music down, keep it loud if you want, but that may be the last gas you ever pump. Being a black man in America means being a black man in America, and unless you are a black man in America, you will never understand what it's like to be a black man in America. But don't pity us, envy us. We are whole pieces of broken, some too shattered to care, and some just trying to put it all back together. That's it. Wow, man, give it up for Princess Power. See, that that's what I'm talking about. This this is this is why the star is shining so bright on you because you speak on it. No matter what it is, you speak on mm-hmm. it and let it be known. And that piece right there, yeah, that's brand new because you touched on some very that's, <laughs> some yeah. very sensitive subjects that's happening right now. Prentice, yeah. you are amazing. Yes, you did that's that. Nice. Yeah, I'm glad you you chose to share that with us here on the air. Thank you so very much. Oh, thank you. I'm like, I don't know. I said it earlier. I said I'm not starstruck. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. I'm not starstruck. The only person I'm starstruck about is Stevie Wonder, but I don't know. I don't know. Princess is kind of doing it for me, (laughs) y'all. He's kind (laughs) of doing it for me, y'all. Because I have mm-hmm. such a high level of respect for him, you, you're kind of doing it for me, Princess, right now. Thanks. I mean, okay, I, I'm, I'm, a, okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Black, go ahead. I know you have a question for Princess, so go ahead and do your thing. I got a quick question because uh, I just want to speak on the system real quick. Okay. Um, oh man. You, people who know, I watch it ton of movies from They Live to all kinds of stuff, right? You know, I'm a uh-huh. huge Matrix fan. I dig into the theory behind it and all that craziness. And uh, after after watching you perform that on our senior hall show, I was like, Man. AKA the Black Matrix, right? And, and what I wanted you to did. dive into is everything about when you stepped on the stage, from how you were dressed to how you had your hat to every gesture – had a meaning to it. And I don't know if people really understand what went into that performance because to me it's one of the greatest poems I've ever heard. Wow. I'm just going to put it out there. I had to watch it over and over because 
it it kind of freaks you out. It, it was it was almost like all the TVs were just going to go blank and then pop back on, and you I was going to see you giving mm-hmm. this message to the entire world. It was that powerful. So I just yes, if you could just is. speak on what went into your preparation for that and and anything that you know you thought of to put that piece together, I would love to hear. Um, Oh, okay. Well, thank you for that that compliment. That's huge. Um, the system I wrote just as a poem, so the words were already there. I just was um, so I still was living downtown in Oakland. I was walking past City Hall, and I was thinking to myself, if the system could speak, what would it say? Right. Um, and so I wrote the poem. Um, I'm a huge, huge dance fanatic. So when I was young, uh, me and my my three best friends. Um, we learned at like 15 that if you could dance, girls liked you, and you didn't. Need exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. So, so I was, I was a corny dude who I didn't have in like a piece of game. So if I walk up to a girl, it's gonna be a rap unless I'm doing some dance moves. So, That's um, I, I've, I've grown up. You know, I spent, I spent half of my time traveling on YouTube watching um videos. Oh, um, I taught at a castle mine in East Oakland for um, the past, like, two and a half years. Um, and I'm not there anymore, but right next door, um, there's a, a space called Youth Uprising, and there's two brothers who go by Yak Films. And mm-hmm. Yak Films, if anybody who's a dance fanatic or a fan of just good videography, check them out. Um, they do dance videos. They travel the world recording the dopest, dance, the dopest dancers in different genres of dance, um, hip-hop, fusion, everything, popping, b-boying um right. and they create stories through their dancing and it's amazing and i was like yo i want to be the first poet they work with so i thought to myself how can i do that and i have a homeboy by the name of l who um he's one of the like showtime dunkers does the acrobatic dunks for the warriors and he knows them personally okay so i was like yo mm-hmm. can you ask them can you ask them if they'd be willing to to work with me i'm broke don't have no money but, yo, if they be willing, he came back, he was like, no. You know, these cats do big budgets. They're really busy. It's just right. not, no. And I was like, cool. But I was like, no, nah, that's not cool. I was like, you going to work with me. So, honestly, to tell you the truth, after that, I thought, like, yo, I should implement, I want to do something different with it. So I just kind of mm-hmm. just kind of started moving and doing stuff. And then uh, at Nationals in 2012, um, I was on stage doing that poem, and we were already we were already out of it was semis, and we knew we weren't going to make it to finals. And so I got on to do that poem, and I just was like, "Fuck it!" And so I got up there, and I found myself just kind of moving, you know. So after I did that, I went home, and I just got on, you know, YouTube, and just started practicing my pops and ticks, and which I already was doing, you know, just for fun right. in my mm-hmm. bathroom when nobody's looking, you know, and. Um, <laughs> I still practice. It's still not where I want it to be, but the theory behind it was I just want to have something that nobody's ever seen. I want to push the envelope. I don't want to mm-hmm. just get up and, and say something. And I had a vision for it, and thank you to, you know, my whole Walton Isaac family. They're the producers of Verses and Flow. Um, they allowed me to uh, kind of implement what I, my vision was for that poem. So the whole lighting thing they did on Verses and Flow um, was my idea. I was just was like, yo, I need my hat low. I want to do it so nobody can see me. It's kind of like a silhouette type of look. And um, mm-hmm. I think because of our relationship, they allowed me to do it. So 
and and right before I got on Versus the Flow, I know you're mentioning Arsenio, but I have to give credit to Versus the Flow um, before mm-hmm. Arsenio because that's the first place I did it and the first people who allowed me to do it. And that's how I got to do it on Arsenio was because gotcha. they call it on Versus the Flow. Um, mm. I was in the bathroom. I was in the bathroom. If you guys look at season three, um, oh, Omari, he was um, he had a violinist, um, and he had a mm-hmm. dancer up there, and um, both of them are really really dope dudes. But the dancer, his name is Glitch. Uh, he kind of gave me a couple of tips, and right before I went on stage, I was in the bathroom for like forty five minutes practicing just the little tweaks. He told me like, wow, forward and a little to your left, and twist your wrist a little, and it gives it a different, a whole different look. So, um, wow. I live, I live, uh, 30 minutes walking from my job. I, I work in, um, in education and I, I teach autistic children with severe behavioral disorders. And, um, wow. so it's really, really crazy mm. in there. So when I'm in class, it allows me sometimes to be just as unstable as they are sometimes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm literally at work in class sometimes just acting like a robot. You know, while they, you know, hit and punch and scream and do stuff like that, it's, wow. it's kind of weird. So I, I I practice all the time. I'm obsessed with practicing. Okay. So to answer your question, I just really um, I, I just watched a lot of videos and just kind of thought about every movement that I do while I speak. Try not to oversaturate it so you're not distracted by all the movements, but that it's relevant. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and push the envelope. I wanted to have something that people were like, "Yo, I've never seen anything like that." Yeah, well, I've you never definitely seen did that. that. I mean. You did that. Like I said, yes. you know, especially coming from a male's point yeah. of view, when I when I look at it and all of you know, just everything that you see go go on in this world and 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 it I don't it, it's, it's it's something spooky about it. To tell you the truth, I'm I'm just gonna be honest with you, the way you performed it, it is a little spooky to to see it in that in that light, and I, and I, and I just want you to know that it's, it's powerful. Like the way you did it, even though you may not have thought it was going to take on that type of life of, of its own, it really right. has. You know, so yeah, it's just a great piece, you know, man. You know what kind of inspired that too? You guys ever seen the Jabberwockies? What was yes. that? Yes. The, the Jabberwockies. So the th- oh, yeah. you're right. The dancers, the dance school. So the thing I thought was dope with them when I first got introduced to them, because like I said, I'm a huge dance fanatic, is that I think it's such a selfless thing to be that dope as they are and to wear mm-hmm. masks. So you got eight yes. dope dancers, and nobody knows who <laughs> this one is specifically. Right. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So you're not yes. paying it. You're not getting shine off being like, yo, like the choreographer is a brother, which is dope. His name is Kevin Brewer. But nobody knows that's that cat right there unless you watch them enough to, to learn their dance styles. Mm. And so I thought to myself mm. with the system, not having eye contact forces you not to focus on me, but forces you to focus on what I'm saying. Exactly. The movement right. is just, the movement mm-hmm. is a game. It's, it's, you saw the clowns out here. So unless you, unless you shucking and jiving, a, you know, popping, you know, champagne <laughs> and pouring money on women in the club. <laughs> They're not trying right. to see what you're doing, but if you do something different to get people to look, then maybe they'll listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you it know? is. So there it is. It's just kind of a, a double-edged sword. Like, if I just did that poem, just the words, people wouldn't be tripping off of it mm-hmm. like they do. You know, when you mm-hmm. put movement and somebody's like, oh, that, you know, the, it's just like when people say, yo, the beat is tight, so let me try to listen to the words one day. You right. know what I mean? So if you like something that you see, you may – look even more into it and consider what I'm saying. 
That's why so I believe it's, just, it's all about the delivery, and, and, and you delivered yeah. it <laughs> most definitely. Well, you know, Princess, Thank we're you. down to the last few minutes of the show, and you you know we, we are so in awe of you because we never, we I'm telling you, <laughs> we have never had a guest be on the show this long, seriously. So we are, like, really? soaking up everything. Really, you're the first. Let him know, Black. Let him know, Black. You no, nice. you're not. You're right. We are enjoying this. Yeah. Like we we want more time <laughs> just to just yeah, we, to keep you on the line. Like we're loving we, it. Like your interviews. We have great interviews, everything. but yeah, I mean we have this great is, interviews. You know. But you're the first that have gone on for for pretty much an hour. So this wow. is a salute Thank to you and what you're bringing to the table because it's it's not what we normally do. So we're in awe of you right now. But um, yes. said we're down to the last few minutes of the show, and I would like to open the floor to you again if you would like to do one more piece for us, you know, tonight on the show, because our listeners, I want to give a quick shout-out to two of our listeners, author LaDonna Marie and author Untamed. They are tweeting. They said they can listen to you all night, Princess. They are loving your interview oh, right now. You. So, <laughs> yes, yes, you are touching many people right now. So, you know, if you're open, we'd like to, you know, let you take us out with another piece tonight, if you're willing. Um, hmm. Yeah, no, I'm definitely willing. I'm just trying to think. Um, okay. Uh, so <laughs> I know we've all, it, it just popped in my head. I kind of touched on it earlier um, mm-hmm. when I said that, uh, you know, you meet, I've met some of my favorite artists and they were jerks, or you talk about, how we lose the humility once we get a glimpse of success. And the first thing I just want to say to people, in my personal opinion, is the only reason why I think people get full of themselves is because they've set their standards too low. I feel like mm-hmm. if you – so if I was full of myself right now because I'm on TV a lot and traveling and, and all the blessings that are coming – it would only mm-hmm. be because I feel that I've made it. And as long mm-hmm. until my family is traveling with me in a Will Smith trailer or until I am on a G5 flying to shows doing poetry, I have not made it. Mm-hmm. Until my college mm-hmm. tuition, my, all three of my kids are paid for, and I'm really mm-hmm. doing it, and I'm I'm doing poems in mink flip-flops, <laughs> mm, then I haven't made it. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but you know, so um, don't set your standards so low. Always know that there's farther you can get. All right. Um, yeah. So this is inspired by by what it's inspired by. Um, can somebody tell me when a lot of these poets decided to become modern day superheroes, kind of like cartoon characters, Autobots by day and Decepticons on the mic? And how many of us really believe in the things that we write rather than write what we think people will believe? And when would we realize that this is a movement and be satisfied with just being ourselves and go back to getting creative and stop fucking repeating ourselves? For instance, dear, bitter, black woman poets, I realize after the last 14 poems you did that you've been hurt. And you can scream that until your face turns purple and blue. And yes, I understand you don't need a man. So now my question to you is, what are you doing to heal yourself? And yes, it's cool to talk about loving a black woman or loving a black man, but, oh, it's not okay to admit that you had a one-night stand and gotten down with somebody for just one night because that wouldn't look good for your image in this poetry game, right? I mean, just think what people would do if they knew us poets were actually human. 
think what these mm-hmm. black revolutionary poets would do if they knew I like my bacon extra crispy and will fuck up a pork chop. I might get my red, black, and green <laughs> wristband revoked a ban from talking about the revolution because all black poets talk about the revolution. It seems like if you're not a black poet who talks about the revolution, you're a black poet who talks about black poets who talk about the revolution. And if their definition of the revolution isn't yours, then theirs is wrong, which somehow automatically makes yours right. And since everything you write is so real, even though you don't practice any of that shit off the mic, you feel it gives you the right to tell everybody else that what they write is wrong. Well, who the fuck are you? And fuck being mm-hmm. humble. I've been that business thing. I'm just trying to yes. tell these poets getting on these radio shows, talking about how we as a people seem to forgotten where we come from, and those be some of the same poets that seem to forgotten why they started doing this spoken word in the first place. It seems like we've gone from genuine poets to slam poets and write poems with the strict intention of winning first place. And fuck being the 2006 Oakland San Francisco Grand Slam champion, 2007, 2008 running up, 2010 killing shit, East Bay Express, 2011, best poet of the year, 2013, NAACP Image Award, did the tour with Jill Scott. All three seasons of Versus Flow, five episodes, only person to be on our city or hall three times. That's a record. You can burn my resume and take away my accolades. I know who I am. <laughs> it just so happens that the first place I did my first piece was at a slam. So why could some of you continue to rearrange your words but basically say the same things and come to these open mics with your big-ass egos bragging about how you have this off-the-hook new piece? I'll continue to sit in the back and soak up the game and eject wisdom through my veins, and my plan is to eventually overdose. And when I do, I hope my body is all uh, overflows with it. So when it's all over, my words are all over. No one can say that Prentice never tried to make a difference to those who never tried to make a difference. And in between those who need a little bit of guidance and those who have the ability to walk the path of righteousness with their eyes closed, I tried to make up that difference. And though those of us that really live the things we say can tell the difference between those who mean it and those who have written love poems but done absolutely nothing but fuck in their life. And I'm tired of hearing poets talking about keeping it real. No one poetry still hasn't earned you your first honest buck in your life. This game is getting tainted, and some of us are liars. Some of us only do this poetry because our first couple of dreams of things we aspire to be have already expired, so we find ourselves coming down from our little dream world and need something to take us higher, which I guess explains the joint in one pocket and the other a lighter. And if you ask me, it is a shame mm-hmm. that some of us actually need drugs to enhance our creative writing, but for some, that's not enough still. Some of us only do this for the same reason cats stand on a block in the middle of West Oakland sipping that night quill just so your dreams can last longer. And can you believe that some people aren't willing to say their piece unless there's at least 30 people, three hundred people sitting in these here seats. Some people write a piece just to try to get a piece. Some promote peace, but in the streets they carry a piece. Some are part of uplifting everybody else while their own family falls to pieces, people. This is not a this. This is a request. Stop selling wolf tickets to a free movement because no one's buying them. And realize it's going to take more than just your word to save the world. So take off the capes. Take off the mask. Be satisfied with just being you. And stop trying to be fucking superheroes. That's oh, cool. man. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Princess Power oh, has man. set the show down for the night. That is yes. it. It is a wrap. Princess, you are the man. I would love to have you back on the show anytime <laughs> you want to come on. You just killed it. You, you took us out with a bang. <laughs> Thank you. I have nothing uh, else to say. Um, so big much. love to you. Yeah, man. We have like we have like True thirty gift. seconds left in the show, Princess. Is there anybody you want to give love to right now on the show before we um, before we go out? Any, anybody who who supports me, um, uh, my my collective, obviously. Hey, Mama. Um, I mean, just Aww. just anybody. I mean, I mean, honestly, anybody who has anything supportive to say, and also to those who don't. Thank you. Um, there you I'm go. Talking, mm-hmm. I, I, 
you know, yeah. I, I I appreciate every I appreciate everything, and uh, you know, I, I'm I'm thankful. We appreciate you. Let's mm-hmm. give it up one more time for Princess Powell. You just shut this show down tonight, Princess. You have no idea. We love you. Thank you. We thank you so much for coming yes, on sir. tonight. And thank yes, you. Yes. And then can I just we'll say, if touch. anybody is um yes. anybody wants to follow me, my Twitter handle is follow Prentice, which is F O L L O W P R E N T I C E. And I'm also on Facebook as well. Um, check out our, our Fiveology Poetry Collective. Our website is wearefiveology.com. My Twitter again is Follow Prentice, and that's that's it. Thank you. And that's PD it. Radio. We're going to make sure we post it on our website, pdradio.spot40.net. We'll put it out there for them. Again, thank you, Prentice, for being on the show tonight. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You All guys right. have a wonderful evening. Woo. Thank you. You too. Radio. Radio. All right. Radio. 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 All right. All right. Bye-bye. Wow. <laughs>